The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. All right, Albert, today's question is, what are some ways to pay the monthly rent of an apartment in New York City? That's a good question, Melissa. It's very practical. Um, I could tell you um, some just some advice and some experience that I have regarding that. And um, it's a more, it's a simple question, but you know, from a, I think from a renter's perspective, you want to make sure you're paying the rent in a way that it gets to the landlord safely and effectively. Right. And that you can document that you paid it. Okay. So I have a rule here that we don't take cash. Okay. We don't take cash because it's a mostly mostly a safety issue, right? For the people paying the money and for the people receiving the money. Um and then secondarily, you know, a lot can happen to cash and you can't get it back, right? You so so we we avoid cash here. We don't take cash as a rule. Uh, because I don't want my people, you know, you can imagine someone paying $2,000 or something like that in cash. It's a lot of money for someone to carry around and then we have to get it to the bank and it's not so, it's not so safe. And then it's like, if not, you know, imagine you had, you know, 10 people paying rent. So then you have $20,000 in cash. It's like, uh, it create, you know, it, it very quickly creates a, a security question, a problem. Um, of course, it's fast and effective, but it's uh, it's not very safe. So we don't we don't take cash for that reason. And um, you know, if if that does happen, where you're paying cash, make sure you get a receipt and you know that you have a copy of the receipt and you save it and all that, right? Which leads to the next point of when you pay the rent, you want it to be trackable in case it gets lost. Uh, so writing a check is always an effective method because you have a record of it. Your bank has a record of it. You could track it. Uh, I know there's a lot of paper involved there, but um, you know that's one way. Another way is, and I know people get paid in cash. So for those people that paid in cash, they could get money orders. You know, and money orders are trackable um, and instantly available to the landlord. Um, so some people who do get paid in cash or want to pay the rent in cash, go and get a money order and then save the receipts for the money order. Um, and then we've had people that lose money orders and have to get make a claim uh, to get reimbursed for that. It takes a long time. But when I mean like, you know, 30 days, 60 days, um, so money orders. These days, though, uh, most, many landlords have what we have, which is, some kind of tenant portal, resident portal, where a resident can log in and pay the rent electronically um, or pay via Zelle or, you know, 
we don't take Venmo here, but uh, um, I, I imagine some people do take some other, you know, kinds of electronic payment. Um, you know, I still have people that come to my office and drop off checks, you know, and I tell them, you don't have to do that, you know, like, right. Um, but they come and they, you know, they feel better about, you know, writing a check and making sure they get it and then getting a receipt. Um, but a lot of landlords do have, um, like these, these, uh, resident portals for payment where, you know, you, you, you could see your rental account online, like a bank, you know, and, and like, a, and then you could see, oh, how much is applied, how, you know, you could pay there and, uh, it's pretty easily, uh, done. Yes. Can you pay with a credit card on that portal? Yeah. I don't see that rent is payable by a credit card a lot because people can, um, dispute the charges and, mm. uh, there's usually, I don't, we don't have that, I think on our portal. Um, and then, you know, this is like, I'm going to tell you one of the myths about landlords that people think, um, uh, and that's the truth is like the, not the case. So, okay. So I'm ready. let's just, I'm going to start with the, with the end and, and, uh, and then I'll explain. So Melissa, you know, one of the things I want to tell you is like how much like people think landlords are rich and everything. So I, I, it's important to understand. I mean, one of the reasons people don't take credit cards is because they charge so much money. Right. So the question is, you know, how much do you, do you think a credit card charges a credit card service? I think it's anywhere from like two to three, 3% usually. Right. Let's say 3%, two to 3% or less. That's fine. But in the range of 3%, right. So, so now you say, okay, well, that's not a big deal, right? On the one hand, but you know, most people think that landlords are rich and that you know, oh, they have so much money. And the answer is that really, at the end of the day, after paying all the expenses of the building and the mortgage, landlords get like pennies on the dollar, right? So you don't realize that. So out of a dollar, I think the average is like six cents or something. So if you give up half of that for <laughs> for getting to a credit card company, that's a lot, right? So, right. So we so we need this podcast to take off. Yes, we do. We need to. Do right. No, but the the point of that is so that is that you know I think the one of the points of the podcast is to always think about you know both sides of the equation and that you know really we're after bridging the gap between landlords and tenants and you know. Uh, some things that may be good and convenient for one party would would not be good and convenient for another. Um, so I think it's it's up to both sides to um, make it easy for each other and um, be considerate. So, um, you know, one of the things we try to do here is to make make it easy for people to pay the rent. You know, be uh, communicative, take as many forms of payment as we can, um, but also ensuring that the the forms of payment don't get lost. They're easily trackable and that they are, they provide for the security of the payment and the people that pay them and receive them. So, right. Is there, is there any fees when you're doing, I guess it's like a wire transfer on your portal. Does the renter have to pay any fees per transaction? Usually when I pay my own rent, um, I have to pay a fee to wire, you know, but that's what I pay instead of um, um, 
instead of writing a check, um, sometimes because it takes too long to write a check or it's easier for me to send a wire, something like that. So sometimes I do that that way. Um, but most often, I think these days you could send a check from your bank for free or for whatever, you know, uh, as part of your like bill pay service. So, mm-hmm. and a lot right. of times those get paid electronically. Um, you know, um, I mean, I'm paying my daughter's college rent by Zelle, you know, so I mean, that's by Zelle every month. Yeah. Which is great because Zelle is trackable. You can see all your transactions. Absolutely. It's instantaneous. It's Yeah. I wish we had Zelle back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. So those are, you know, those are much better. And, you know, and since I, since we both grew up, Melissa, you know, I'm putting you in my (laughs) bracket of sort of age, maybe. No. I'm 33. um, Oh, I'm 49. Um, (laughs) Things evolved a lot. You know, like we used to carry cash around as kids because that was the way to pay. I mean, you know, you didn't have a credit card and you had to have cash on you at all times. Right. Uh, These days, kids, they don't have cash. Like they're, they're, they're bumping their phone, you know, to, to, to pay for stuff. Oh yeah. uh, And I rarely myself carry much cash. So it's like, uh, it's all about convenience of, not having cash. Um, so, you know, I think, and again, reminder is that the real estate business tends to be more archaic, uh, with respect to technology and we'll talk about that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's an evolution. Um, uh, but, uh, there's a lot of ways, uh, today to pay your rent and, um, uh, I would say just find one that's safe, secure, and trackable, and in case it gets lost, that you could uh, be covered in case you know, and you could recover it somehow. So, and cash tends not to not to have those um, protections. So, so if you're thinking about renting an apartment in New York City, you definitely need a checking account, right? You yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, I would say. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, think about it, though. People like right out of college, let's say, like they might not have a checking account. So that's that's one of those preliminary preliminary steps you would need to take when moving to yeah. New York. Oh, that's that's a good point. I mean, if you don't have yeah. a checking account, you'd probably probably time to get one. Right. <laughs> All right. So that's really great. There's a few options to pay your rent in New York. I like that. Um, I never had a portal. I was one of those who wrote checks and mailed them. And then when that's, I moved. To and Pitt- that's fine. Most of a lot of my tenants do that. Yeah, and then when I moved to Pittsburgh and I rented, I I wrote the checks and I would sometimes deliver them because I didn't trust the mail. <laughs> See, so, I, yeah. I got people still deliver checks to me all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. People people are in their ways, and sometimes you yeah. sometimes change is very good, and sometimes if you're getting that check, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice to, and also I think it's nice to see people. Like sometimes you're, you know. You have a relationship, like you know. I have a few people that come in and drop off checks. It's nice to see them, you know. Honestly, wow, that's great. Nice. I would love to have to have that happen during a podcast episode. Oh, come on, Barbara. Sometimes, okay. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Albert. That was really informative. Thank you. You got it. My pleasure. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. 
If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.